and you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the courts. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, everybody? This the big homie D Murph with another edition, a great edition of Why. Not sports with yours truly. We back at it. Big Roy is uh in his new house doing his thing. Congratulations as well. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All kind of pretty much settled in, you know, just got the TV and the entertainment stuff lit up and installed today. So we making moves over here. Making moves No that's not the title of this particular episode But I will say Before we continue How rude of me Well help me welcome My dog Everybody's dog Big Roy <laughs> Rub boy Turned up bro Homeowner In this house chilling. What's good man Like I, <laughs> like I said man I appreciate it man Um Getting settled in and everything And uh Everything's gonna open up over here man You know uh, Furniture still Won't be here till Monday But I'm cool with that You okay, know But okay. Living room But everything else is cool man Everything else set up Like I said Everything is set up Everything is looking nice Everything's getting Comfortable I'm getting used to You know Where things is But nah nah Not necessarily I'm still looking for Different stuff Especially <laughs> in the kitchen When I get to the kitchen I done put stuff Different places uh-huh. I put it But Man, I'm, I'm I'm comfortable. I'm happy. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm I'm cool over here. I'm doing I'm doing all right over here. You know, so best thing about it, like I said, I'm happy. So I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Other than moving and getting stuff situated, man. Anything else you want to uh, let the world know? Oh man, I got a um a quick big Roy story time. Oh. So. <sighs> Quick, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't come in the middle. I'm like, oh, once every, once every, once every two months, you know. Uh, we'll on. take it. The world, they, they trust me. They, they, they excited, man. They definitely excited. Go ahead, let, let, let no, us in on the big Roy story time. Well, just, you just gotta follow me here, cause you know, the good man upstairs works in very, very mysterious ways. You know, he so, does. You know. You know I me. Mean? I'm never. I'm not. I'm not a big on on cars and stuff like that. I don't need the fanciest car and all that stuff like that because I rather have a good outfit than a car. You know, any day. Mm-hmm. But you know, I got a reliable car, good car, Nissan, all that. You know, but usually I don't really have the car problems. And recently, what was this, like Tuesday or Wednesday? On my way, I think I'm on my way back from lunch. I think on my way home, one of them. You know, and. The car just started making a weird little jerky and you know accelerate kind of weird and stuff like that and my mom i'm thinking no man can't nothing be wrong because like you know when i go get an oil change i'll take my car to get a checkup i always ask them do a full full body checkup it's anything i need 
you know me, I'm gonna pay for a brand new. I don't care what it is, what's it cost? Cause I don't like car issues. It's like it's like very inconvenient a car issue. So I'm thinking in my mind, like, man, ain't nothing wrong with my car. I know I need an oil train probably like a couple, like maybe like another 300 miles like that, but I can get that next week. So I'm just, just jerking and jerking. I'm like, man, what's going on with this? So I use my quick senses and hurry up and try to find the auto zone because the check engine light came on and try to hurry up and take it to them and see what's going on when I had check engine light on. I get the one, uh, you know, with COVID going on and everything. They don't, everybody's limited on supplies and stuff like that. So they tell me uh we don't have a, a check engine light machine here i'm like oh wow interesting yeah i just drove, I drove way over here and you okay okay you know so i get back on my freeway i just go straight back over to my where i'm from missouri city i take it straight to uh because we have like i tell you, we have like a family mechanic that we always go to and uh -huh. we, need we have i take the car straight to rudy you know and that's what i did i took it straight you know to him and drove it in and parked it and you know and he um uh, Calling back and told me yeah, it's a bigger issue than trying he hit the heat the T word transmission. I'm like, oh Ooh. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, come on. Come on, man. You know, and so they tell me I have to get it towed to a dealership or a Nissan dealership because they can't do nothing with that car right there. I'm like, cool, get it towed. I got insurance free, come pick it up, take it over ASAP, do all that. Um, get it to the Nissan place, they check it out. You know, and they telling me what's going on, and it, it sounds minor, but anything with transmission is not minor to me. You know, uh, yeah. But the moral of the story is, you know, I have a warranty on my car, and my warranty always extends all the way up to sixty thousand miles. But the big, the big, the big, the big picture of it is the good man upstairs looked out for me, D Murph, because I hit. Five nine nine zero. My mileage. I was ten miles away from hitting six thousand miles. That's crazy. If I would hit that six thousand miles, I would have had to come out of pocket a lot of money to get this car fixed. But good Lord upstairs told me if I would have drove my car to my new house, I would have. I would. I went with over six thousand miles for sure. Yeah. But some told me in the back of my mind, yo, drive this car straight to Rudy. You know, because somewhere you know what what see what's going on, and that's what I did. I did my first mind did. And it saved me a couple thousands of dollars. It saved my car. I said, I got a warranty on it, so I don't have to come out of pocket nothing. And I get the car fixed for the free. So, man, hey, that was just a big blessing. And all, overall, come with Tuesday and Wednesday when I had it, man. So, it was, it, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was very stressful at the time. But, you know, looking back at it, man, that was a blessing. Man, that was a true blessing to me, man. So, Thank God for my my, my, my my great driving skills, you know, and, you know, <laughs> you know, I made it just in time to make it under that 6,000 mileage warranty and, you know, and people at the dealership, they was, they, they was all like laughing, like, man, you barely made it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I barely made it. You take the car though, you know, so, <laughs> but, um, like I said, man, good things worked out, man. I'm blessed to that. So I got that warranty on everything, the best of this, you know, just getting process getting fixed and hopefully i pick it up tomorrow if i don't got work too late but that's my big that's my that's my that's my story time of the month you know so uh -huh. <laughs> it was dicey it was dicey uh -huh. I, like i told you i wasn't feeling paper on transmission i'm gonna go get a brand new car yeah you, know? you did yeah, yeah, like yeah. no 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 no. i'm trying to get a brand new car you know but you know good things worked out and you know I'm from they, they replacing everything brand new, so it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. Well, the good Lord 
thank you for looking out for uh, for my dog, making sure he ain't had to uh, get a brand new vehicle. He can keep the same one and uh, follow yeah, no, follow uh, follow that good. Follow that no, first mind. No, no. And nothing about to cut you off. It was pretty dangerous driving that car. They was when I got into the dealership. They told me I was very lucky driving that car like that all the way from where I came from to where right. I was because you know it can just shift gear anytime it wants. It can accelerate anytime it wants. So you know I didn't really know all that when I was driving, but you know you know kind of looked out for me with that too also because I was you know dangerous driving that car like that. But I was just trying to get it to that destination, you know. So looked out for me. Amen. And amen. A-M-A-N. Amen. Nah. <laughs> yeah. From from last week's episode. But no, that's that's dope though, man. And you can cut me off as much as I'm sure I've cut you off a few times. More than a few here on these uh, few years of recording. <laughs> so it's 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 stressful. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> but you know that I am glad you got it. Uh, situated. You got there safely and uh, your car will be back uh, better than before. Within the next couple of days, so that's definitely, definitely dope. What else you got, big dogs? You keep keep us going, keep us entertained. Uh, man, minus that, man, that was that was that's my only event for week, you know. Um, okay, that was kind of like a highlight of my week, you know. So, you know, I me, mean, I don't really have too many highs and lows, you know. So, <laughs> but, you know right? You know, that was pretty. That was pretty interesting. But other than that, man, everybody's good over here. My mom too, my my brother too. My brother he helped me out too with the car situation because he can't pick me up. So shout out to my brother Chris, you know, my mom also. So family was looking out for me too. So you know they doing good. You know, uh, talked to pops yesterday. I haven't talked to pops in a while. I talked to him yesterday. He's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, so everybody's doing good. You know, work is going well. You know, getting kind of way more busier now, which is a good thing because everything is going on. But uh, everything's going on with that. The workouts are doing great. Huh. We, we pick it up a notch the last two weeks. I don't know if people are posting the videos. My boy Jay, we almost got into altercation on Tuesday or Monday, <laughs> you know. But yeah, we, we, I'm loving it, man. We loving it, man. I'm Big Roy it. over there bullying people now, y'all. He just got his confidence up. He's seeing more muscle compared to fat. He like, yeah, well, you know who I am? I, I see you over there, big dog. <laughs> yeah, man, but everything else is uh, all good on my end. Good. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. We appreciate that, man. I'm telling the the, the world, our listeners, they really love to hear uh, things about your weekend. And, and I mean, they love me too, but they definitely like when you give us a little more, a little more insight on uh, on your weekend and how things are going, man. D Mo story time. Where, where do I begin? Uh, this past Sunday. Got invited to a very dope event with uh, two young ladies being the hosts. Uh, the podcast of theirs is Divorced AF, A-S-S-F-U-C-K. Uh, you know, why not sports? I limit my uh, cursing to uh, zero uh, tolerance, maybe 0.5 or 1%. But real dope, 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 dope event uh, linked up with at least 10 of our uh podcast peers uh big roy gave me permission as well as wifey um she watched the kids big roy gave me a pass for not helping to move so i definitely uh told them i only got a few hours to kick it which i I, again y'all know me i gave from a two three hour time frame i was gone but took a lot of dope pictures so that'll be posted on the ground uh, within the next few days 
And uh, also, I took some photos, man, for uh, for the brand. I got my hair shot. I got a few profile pics. Yeah, y'all, the big homie making moves. And with that being said, making moves. I almost should be making moves part two uh, as far as this uh, particular episode. But if you have not followed Why Not Sports and or the Flagrant 2, please do on Instagram. Why Not Sports underscore Flagrant 2 underscore where you will uh, follow us to catch the latest news or uh, just showing mad love and respect for uh, a previous guest that has blessed the platform. Um. It's a lot, man. It really is within a week. Uh, we'll definitely talk sports very, very shortly. I got to say one thing, though. Your energy. Your energy plays a big dividend. And I was at work a couple of days ago, and I had a guy worked with us, or worked with me and the squad probably about two or three weeks. I'm Monday through Friday, but he typically works, you know, the weekends, later on in the week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe even some Sundays. And I was just touching base, following up. He said, it's something about your presence. It's something about your energy. I said, I said, what do you mean? He said, it's just much more calmer. I was like, can you repeat that? You just, this is more calm. I'm thinking first, thank you, Lord, because uh, trying to keep y'all out of harm's way with the production and you know a lot of boxes a lot of heavy boxes and just making sure i balance out the workload for any athletes or even that for that listener if you work somewhere and it's a lot of favoritism the slugs get to get away with murder while the good people get to work twice or three times as hard no me my goal is to to balance it out so that was definitely refreshing for me to hear someone that really don't know me to to, to to have the confidence to just say hey hey, hey Murph appreciate what you do man I'm blessed to have you uh, as a supervisor I say hey man I'm blessed to have you uh, as a, as a, someone a part of the team and also I'm blessed to have Big Roy representing and rocking with me for these years and you I cannot forget about you uh, as well to the listeners and supporters I'm definitely blessed to have y'all because this is why we this is why we do what we do a uh, hell of high water. Uh, moving 60 plus hours in a week we still find time to drop this content and also before i get to look it up some dope 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 things i keep telling y'all some things to come be on the lookout for that's why you got to follow the why not sports and the flagrant two page and of course me but i'll say that for later i want to get them uh followers up and make sure we continue to push, 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 because there's some dope things to come. Now that Demurf story time is over, look it up. All right, big dog, lead us in the look it up. Yes, sir. Um, got a couple of actions today. Um, oh, look, start. You know, we haven't shown too much love. We have been showing a little love, but we're gonna start on baseball, Demurf. Um, last Wednesday. Um, baseball come was came almost had some history happen again um, between the Atlanta Braves and the Florida Marlins. Florida Marlins, excuse me. The Atlanta Braves scored twenty nine runs, Gmer. 
29 runs. That's one shy of the MLB record of 30. 29 runs? 29. The score was 29 to 9. Uh, that's yes. a football game score. <laughs> yes, man. Look it up, man. Huh. No, man. It could be right. But they came one run shy of the shot in the record, man. 29 runs. That's unbelievable. Wow. NFL. Um, you know, we know that the NFL season just kicked off this past week, D Bird. And the kind of it was a kind of historic moment for the NFL, also for us African American people. Uh, first time in history of the NFL ever that it was ten black starting quarterbacks week one. Yes, the NFL. Cam Newton, Pat Mahomes, Lamar, Russell, Teddy, Dak, Tyrod, Deshaun, Dwayne Haskins, and Kyler Murray. Shout out to all ten those guys of starting quarterbacks of their NFL franchises. First time in, in NFL history, it was 10 black quarterbacks starting week one. So, shout out to all of them. And all those guys are marvelous, great athletes, great quarterbacks also in their own right minds of teams also. So, look that up, me, Murphy. That's a, that's, a, that's a historic moment right there. Very, very, especially in the times we're living in right now. With oh, yeah. Right now. It, this is a very big historic moment for us. So, that was a cool look it up also. No, I appreciate one it, more. man. That's dope. One more, one more fresh off the press. Oh, that's that's okay. Well, go ahead, keep it going, fresh big off dog. The press, man. Shout out to the man, the idol, the the goat, the uh, Hall of Famer, the best cornerback to ever play. Shout out to Deion Sanders, D Murph, man. He just breaking news, dude. He's a head coach, D Murph. He took the head coaching job over there at uh, Jackson State University. So, uh, shout out to Primetime. Deion Primetime told us about a year ago that he was going to be a head coach. I remember him saying on Instagram, I'm going to be a head coach. He kept saying it. And people, I thought he was going to go big. Like, you know, I'm thinking about a head coach. He's talking like, well, Florida State? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? Right. He got his gig, man. So, shout out to Primetime, man. Head coach, Jackson State University. Head coach, man. So, HBCU? HBCU, man. Fresh off the press about, about a couple hours ago, man. Wow. He said he was going to start giving back and putting more emphasis to the HBCUs, too. So that's mm-hmm. dope. That's a and big I'm, way to pay respect. Exactly. I'm thinking I'm thinking he had other offers, but, you know, I think he took this offer, you know, being a black cottage. And, you know, I think he did that, you know, for our, for our culture. So, you know, shout out to Dion, man, because I'm pretty sure Dion can get hired at any D1 school. Oh, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> possible you know but shout out to Dion D- D- for staying with our culture you know and good luck with that head coaching job you know but uh it's my look at us my three look at us you know look at us see that's dope uh that's why i tell people man I, when you get information breaking news hot off the press especially Dion being the head coach i wouldn't have known that until maybe after we recorded so thank you mm-hmm. for for sharing that because we do have people that tune in uh Exclusively to us to get their sports information. So thank you for definitely sharing that. You're welcome. No problem, man. Yeah, buddy. So last week, last Thursday, was the first game of the NFL season Chiefs versus Texans. For those who did not watch it, look it up. How the fans, the Chiefs fans, were booing the Texans and the Chiefs 
while locking arms of unity. I want to get your thoughts on that before I continue. You know, I had a kind of a conversation today at work with a coworker. Actually, my coworker Justin. He's a white guy. We talk about football every day, almost every day. <laughs> cool every guy. day, you know. We talk about it every day. He's a big Texans fan, so he's always talking about you know what Texans going on. And we had a conversation about that. Actually, we know it wasn't no. I mean, we we be, we and him we be straight with each other. We were very blunt. We don't. There's nothing against each other. But we had a conversation about that, and he made a good point that I thought about that maybe what was causing you born, you know, because. I, t- I don't agree with him. That's why everybody was born. But I'm going to give you his point. His point to me that he thought why he was going was, you know, the Texans stayed in the locker room for the national anthem. Ah, see, a, a lot of the media didn't express that. Exactly. And he brought that up. He said the Texans stayed in the, in, in the locker room for the national anthem. Once the national anthem was over, the Texans ran out onto the field. They equip them how people go to the end zone, do a little quick little prayers. Right, right. Then they went to the field for the unity, you know, at the 50 yard line. Then the fans start booing. And he was like, maybe that's why he was booing because they was in the locker room for the, you know, national anthem. I was like, I would say, Justin, actually, that's a good point because it, it, could, it could possibly be true. Right, but right. Me, it seemed like they was already prepared to boo because of what was going on. And to me, it's like, it wasn't like it was a 15 minute intermission that was like a quick five to six minutes of you know moment of silence for unity and right that's the football right but it is a shame though in the end of the day it is a shame you know because uh, you know there's a person on that field that's white black hispanic you know all different races on that field and they was trying to come together for a bigger cause and it's sad to hear that you know a couple thousand fans I was in there reacted like that you know especially during these times that we are but you know I just think it's you know to me I think it's really you know I don't want to say we're disrespectful but I think it is unthoughtful you know that I think they yeah. could have you know been a little more observant to what was going on you know and for the, for the cause yeah know, actually you know but everybody had their own opinions about it right and that's why I want to get your thoughts on it mine was very similar um when I look at the bigger picture and as that, as those listeners who has followed me, has followed uh, the journey of the flagrant two and why not sports. I, I've had all type of people, Big Roy, men, women, white, black, Hispanic, mm-hmm. East Coast, West Coast, down south, up north. It, ultimately, it's about unity, man, and, and just providing you know that 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 love that we all that we all need now don't get it twisted like i definitely have uh, a, a special place in my heart for our people and our community but at the same time everybody of other persuasions are not against us so that's something especially when people are working toward a common goal you got to respect that exactly exactly if somebody right now called me and said, Hey Murph, um, I would really like for you to, cause you are a, a podcaster as a former athlete. Cause you come to Montana. I'm just, just throwing that. I know it's a bad example, but it's an example and just kind of lock arms and show unity that, you know, 
people of all across the world can come together to lock arms for unity in this podcast podcasting community. I'm gonna do it. I'm like, oh, oh nah, you know. So if people want to boo us or boo whoever brought the idea together, then I mean that that's their loss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I work with all type of people. I've said it before. Obviously, you do. You just said shout out to Justin. I mean, at the end of the day, showing respect and having love in your heart really makes the world go round and, and takes you a long, long way. Um, I really haven't gotten deep in or or, or, or thought provoking uh, in the last few episodes, but like you said, it's a lot going on in the world. I do believe either we're going to get divided or it's going to bring us closer. So whatever you have in your heart, whatever you have in your spirit, that energy, like uh, a member of my squad had told me, man, people need that because you never know what people are going through. You never know what people are dealing with. Like you said, Big Roy, with your situation, if you came across a prick while you was in AutoZone or the uh, or, or the repair shop, you probably would have been like, yo, bro, I done had a, leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Then you the body slammed them. And I'm just saying like you, you didn't have the right day or a normal day for somebody to just really make it worse. Right. So for that listen out there who are giving, who are loving, who show support, thank you. For those who got the mindset Misery loves companies. I, I'm pissed off at the world, so I need to reciprocate that. Please stop it. It, it will, It's not healthy, and you definitely going to set yourself back because it is not the way to go. Speaking of not where to go or not just not a trend that we do not want to see. You know, with the Texans... Losing that game. You know, the Rockets lost that game against the Lakers. And the Astros lost. Yeah, it was a tough day. Houston, Thursday. Dog, when I watched the news that morning, they said that hasn't happened in nearly 40 years. The last time was in October of 1980. Where the Oilers lost to Kansas City, the Rockets lost to the Lakers. Would be Lakers, huh? Yeah, <laughs> 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 I mean, we 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 gotta we gotta talk about them. I mean, the NBA is coming up, but I just had to throw that out there, man. Just for again, look it up, look it up. Like the Houston teams all don't lose on the same day. Not one, but two. No, three. Yeah, yeah. But we gonna we we gonna get to the NBA real soon. And also, uh, I gotta keep it on the NFL for right now. I don't know if you saw this, but you know what you be careful when you're trying to scam people. Be careful on when you're trying to do people bad. And if you got away with something the first time, I promise you, you are not invisible. So, yeah, I know the listeners like Murph. What are you talking about? Get to it. I will. I had to build the suspense. Josh Bellamy played for the Jets. You heard about him? 
Yeah, yeah. 24 million COVID relief loan scam. You know, Demar, I, I don't understand some guys like that. Some guys who who get arrested for burglary or robbery, like the guy from the Giants. Like these these guys' lives are sick. Yeah. For the rest the rest of their life, and they made, being greedy, and they make decisions like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, yeah. You're like, your life is set. Your family life is set, and you still make a decision like that. That's gonna cost you, cost everybody now. Yep. Quick as you got, quick as gonna be gone. Remember, they say it's always that one person got to mess it up for everybody. That's one of the moments, man. You'd be like, you. <laughs> like you said, being greedy. Being greedy, man. Being greedy. Now, if you're going to be greedy, be greedy and make sure you listen to every Why Not Sports episode. Be greedy and do that. You know what I'm saying? Something that's going to entertain you and take some things off your mind. But doing something wrong when it can come back and bite you in the butt negatively, yeah. You don't want that. Yeah, man. That's Yeah, y'all. Josh Bellamy. For that one listen. Like, Murph, what was his name? We gonna look it up right now. Yeah, Josh Bellamy. I ain't got no shame in repeating it. Shoot. Also, I gotta give a shout out to... If you heard the last episode... Captain Kirk... Tyrone Curtis... Led us with the intro for season nine. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Real, real dope brother, man. Mad, mad, mad supporter uh, of, of, of the brand. Wanted to do something different. So, again, shout out to him and all of you that continue to listen to us on a consistent basis. Man, it's been a... It's crazy. Within seven days, a lot of stuff be going on, man. A lot of good stuff. Naomi Osaka. Congratulations to her. On her second U.S. Open title and third Grand Slam win. Yeah, she's racking them up at a young age. Man, so. come on, bro. <laughs> so Again, if you're going to be greedy, just win everything. The only guy for her because she's racking them up at a very young age. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So man, again, she she making sure she wear the Kobe jersey in remembrance of him, her face mask for all our fallen people, uh, due to uh, police police brutality and just wrongdoing, man. So it's always good to pay it for. So definitely want to give a uh, continue to give uh, her a shout out. What else? What else? What else? Um. Before I get to the NBA, I want to talk about, this is part of my DMR story time. I love this show. I can kind of combine both and it still flow for that listen. Like, Murph, good point. PlayStation 5 come out in a couple of months. And I'm telling you, Big Roy, because people have been hitting me up. Because, you know, I've been playing 2K for 10 years. And I'll check my messages from my friends online. Because Big D plays either the Marvel versus Camcom game or the Power Rangers game. So they be hit me up, Murph, yo, D, you, you gonna play on you gonna get on the sticks? I'm like, man, I'm just gonna wait to to, to the holiday season, man. Cause right now, due to the brand, I'm putting in this work. So I have not gotten 2K21 yet. 
I am waiting for patiently for the uh, PlayStation 5. That way I can knock out the shows. And I put this on Twitter. Literally, and this is, you know, obviously with you being my dog, I don't think it's going to ride all, you know, throughout. But I say after November 12th or right after the holidays, I might just finish the year just by chilling, you know, since I can and really enjoy the PS5 and play 2K. Like, plus, you know, while working, I might, ha- I might not even have time anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> we had no uh, 2K21 come out on the play- well, PlayStation 5 come out. Uh, November 12th so with me being obviously for those listening know I, I work in logistics in a warehouse setting it's holiday season time yeah talk about five six days a week at least anyway I don't want to think that far but I'm gonna still find a way to provide this content and I gotta let y'all in on some content as far as future guests while I uh, stay on the topic outside of look it up you talk about look, talk about the good Lord and what He's doing. I'm, I'm gonna give y'all just a little bit. I'm not gonna provide the name though. The big homie, and why not Sports Nation? We've been able to have two dope people on the show. Two different shows. One is a championship boxer, Big Roy. I didn't even tell you this. That's why I love what we do. It just hit me because I've been grinding. And another one is a fantasy football guru. Stay tuned. I forgot to tell you that, big dog. <laughs> that sounds interesting, now. Yeah, I, 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 it just hit me. It just hit me because I was going through my notes. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah, I, I got, I got, man. Hey, humble, humble. So continue to tell a friend. To tell a friend, share the podcast, the the level of, of guests, top notch people, man, it, it's definitely, definitely a beautiful thing. Was not so beautiful to some people. The Major League Baseball, they like, yo, Murph, we're gonna do the bubble. We like the NBA, which is the best professional league out. We're gonna do the bubble. We're gonna separate it to a few, you know, stadiums. Obviously, two of them in Texas. Uh, Minute Maid Park. You hear about that? No, I did. I heard they were going to do the boat, but I didn't get the full details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the big homie got you. You know what I'm saying? I got you, big dog. So the National League divisional games will be played at the Globe Life Field in Arlington, as well as the Minute Maid Park in Houston. Then the uh, American League divisional games will be the Petco Park in San Diego and the Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. The, uh, the championship game for the National League would be Globe Life. American League game would be Petco Park. And then the World Series will be in Arlington, Texas. Globe Life Field. Look it up. I like the idea. I like it. You like it? Baseball, baseball for one, at one point in time, it was just getting out of hand with the Cobra cases. Man, you know, crazy. You know, but, you know, a lot of baseball, they, they do a lot of, you know, Spitting it and all that other stuff. So I mean, I understand why, but you know, and the, the teams are kind of big, also. But some of the guys don't play every night. Some guys be just chilling in the stands, right. overseas. But you know, this case has still been very high lately. But you know, I, I like the bubble for them. You know, keep them compact together in a, in a certain city or a certain or no, excuse me, a certain state. You know, so 
like the idea. Yes, sir. I do too. I, I think uh, based on the NBA and the success rate, as far as the players, the personnel, as far as the organization, no one is tested positive and right. is entertaining. And I think it's just dope to kind of keep everybody in the area where you can monitor their health and you know things that are around them without very little distractions. On another note regarding bubbles, college sports, Big Roy, I need you to I need you to lead us on this topic. People like, yo, we about to we about to we about to hoop. We about to play some college football. College sports is back. We're gonna take some protocols, but it's back. What are your thoughts about that? I like it, man. Like I say, um even I, I was I wasn't that much a fan of when they first counseled everything, but like I say, them guys worked their tails off, you know, to get there to their seasons and play these games and stuff like that. You know, um, I understand how to take precautions. I, that part, uh, a thousand respect, a thousand percent understand and respect because you got to take precaution of what's going on with COVID nineteen. But I guess they found a way to get, you know, to, you know, to make things shake and get these guys back on the field or courts or. Whatever they play as sports are, but I'm I'm cool with it, man. You know, long as long as no outbreak, no no spike or nothing like that. You know, we can keep everything. Some of the test levels down, the uh, positive test levels down. I'm cool with it. You know, get the get guys out there, get them get guys play, get them guys, especially the seniors, especially yeah. the seniors. I, I think that's that's what the biggest part for me, the seniors. You know, but I'm all for it as long as we don't hit a spike in it. As long as we hit a spike, I feel like if it's a big spike, you gotta you gotta. You know, Something got to shake. Yeah. Gotta make something happen, you know, because you can't be out there in a contact, sweaty sport like basketball, football, you know, track and all that stuff like that. But Yes, sir. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm looking forward to it. I, I love college football. I love I literally love, love I'm about to say, I know you do. You played it, big dog. <laughs> and college basketball. You know, I, I don't really get too serious about it until March, but I'm like, I, I can watch a college basketball game any, any Saturday, you know, especially the last two minutes of a game. So, you know, I'm all for it, you know. That's a good copy, man. Good copy. Some more look it up. Shout out to our women. Shout out to them. I got a few. Um, I know we spoke on Deion Sanders and the impact for HBCUs. Two twins. Six foot three. Yeah, they taller than you, big dog. <laughs> Bria and Simone Woodard. They made verbal commitments to the Aggies. They're now committed to play ball at Howard University. Bria and Simone Woodard, look it up. When mm-hmm. They're going to HBCUs. Howard University. That's awesome. I guess it's a trend. We were seeing it earlier in the summer. We remember a couple guys who were shouting out. It was going a couple of big D1s, and last minute they switched it up. You know, So maybe it's a trend. It's a trend starting to happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And again, talking about setting trends, the Memphis Grizzlies, shout out to them. They just hired their second female in franchise history. Yes. Look it up. Sonia Raymond or Ramon. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. She is now their assistant coach. Uh, with the Grizzlies hiring her, that makes her, the, like I said earlier, the second female assistant coach in their history and the 14th female assistant in NBA history. So shout out to, I believe, the best professional sports, 
league out there. And of course, y'all know I rock with NFL people, boxers, baseball, NFL, if I miss it, NCAA, but it's something about the NBA it's setting the trend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, got some good stuff, man. Got some good stuff. Man, we got I can't wait to football talk. Talk about this money. <laughs> but I got a couple more look it up, y'all, before we talk about NBA. This one. I can probably tie it in. I'm going to tie it in. I'm going to tie it in. Uh, WNBA, though. Shout out to the WNBA. They're having their playoff uh, playoffs going on right now. Doing great things. Uh, single elimination games. Real intense games. Like, I'm, I am I know I've been on Twitter like, yo, I need to get multi-screens or maybe have the TV to where I can maybe program different games on one TV so I can kind of check it out. But, yeah, it's, it's a lot of sports going on all at the same time. So. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of that WNBA playoff. I like the single game elimination. It gives you kind of a little more to play with, you know, a little right, more right. edge and more passion. And I like that, you know, because they are good. They they gritty. They've been playing real gritty. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I like it. When I go home, that's what it is. That's when it. Go home. That's it. When I go home, or championship or bust. Yeah, man, for real, for real, for real. You know, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say the rest of this. No, I'm not. I I I, I got to bring this up. Look it up. And this is not no shade against you being a Rockets fan. I promise you, it's not. But I got to talk about Daniel House. Daniel House got kicked out the house or the bubble for sure. I don't know. You know, as far as his marital status. For bringing in someone that wasn't authorized to be in his room. And no, I'm not trying to call nobody out. I would tell Daniel House, as a married man, you got to be careful, big dog. You got to be careful. So, Big Roy, if he would have been playing, would he have helped y'all defeat the Lakers? I don't know about defeat the Lakers because they they, they turned into a different animal. But, uh, he, he he was a factor for us. He 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 was in our starting lineup, I believe. And sometimes uh, it's like, uh, he wasn't. He was out six off the bench. He was averaging about what twelve, fourteen points a game. Yeah, that come in handy. Yeah, you know he's a uh, he's he had length out there. He was he was one of good defenders. He was switching up on LeBron sometime, you know. And you know that kind of throw. Not even that. This is a distraction. Right. This is it's, it's distraction on everything we're trying to accomplish out there. Now that's breaking news, you know. So the bus breaking news about how we're gonna get back into game five or game six or game six, whatever, you know. That's 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 the headline. Daniel House kicked out the bubble, you know. And it, it hard to and hard to mention it. You, like it was a distraction because you know, I mean, it was uncalled for. It was uh, it was irresponsible. You know, it was unsafe. You know, because you know they're in a bubble for a reason. Right. You know, so but you know he gotta learn from it. You know he gotta learn from it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna say he say he costs us a series, but 
You know that he he was a vital part of our of our team. Yeah. You know he was playing good minutes, big minutes. You know, you know, so you got to learn from that man decision, man, because you know, some of the decisions don't just affect you; it affected the whole team. Now look yeah. what happened. We, we lost, yeah, but the team coach. It, it, it's just a lot of stuff going on, you know, and that was like a trembling effect. Right. So, right. Could have made a bad decision. But I think for me though, big dog is. It was someone that was a a COVID nineteen testing official, so maybe she was just testing to see if he had COVID. <laughs> I'm just saying on the on the flip side, though, you know what I'm saying on the flip side. Or they got a you know maybe they got a certain area to where you know just like one way in and one way out, you know maybe you know whatever. But I know I know the world like Murph. You trying to defend him? I'm just saying you don't know all the facts though. Right. True. We don't, we don't, we don't, you know, but, you know, end of the day, he got caught, he broke a rule, you gotta follow the rules out there. That's true, too. That's true. Follow the rules. I was just trying to defend uh, another married man, you know what I'm saying? It might come across as how it looks, but he probably didn't even do nothing. But it's like you said, it was a rule that was broken. You didn't take the test at that particular spot, and now it looks suspect, so go home, uh, get you an early, uh, early vacation. Exactly what he got. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But how could you tell your wife? Why are you at the house? Why? Yeah, that got to be a tough conversation. <laughs> I'm just being transparent. Like if I came home with my team playing, I'm about to say, especially when your team on the TV. <laughs> and she like, wait a minute. Well, I had. Yeah, that got to be a tough conversation. Don't y'all play tonight? Like, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm under investigation. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> Mr. House. Um, I would love to have you on the show, man. Again, school a brother like myself, man. You know, just so with brothers in general. Hey, man, just you know, I, I'm all I'm all about learning and 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 not doing, you know, things that will harm you know my team or or or, or my name, you know, in any certain uh, circumstances. NBA talk then, big dog. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You sure? I'm ready. Yes, sir. All right. So NBA talk. Before we talk about the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals, I want to give. Uh, we didn't say this person last episode, but he was the Sixth Man of the Year, a former Rocket. Montrez Harrell, mm-hmm. six man of the year award. Congratulations to him. Well deserved. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, uh, still don't know who the MVP is, which I think is interesting. Why they wait this late? Uh, I just don't get it. Is it? I don't like the way I do the NBA awards. You, 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 you. Yeah, it's not regular season no more. It's postseason. Like, it's a, it's some postseason hold, added to it. They're gonna be a hold of the NBA championship, and they're gonna still, ain't, <laughs> you know, who we know who won it. But just say it, you know. Come on, I get it out. Yeah, you know? yeah, they already know who won. I, I, I believe it's going to LeBron James. I think that's who it should go to, but they're not gonna give it to Giannis because he at the crib. It's a regular season award, though. It ain't a reg- I just said it's not a regular season award. That's what they say. That's what they've been 
promoting it as the last few years, I thought. Why would you? It's the, it's about to be the NBA Finals. <laughs> so if it's the, I'm just being honest again. That maybe maybe that's why a lot of those bigger uh, 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 sports organizations be like, yeah, Merv Hill sitting, call it out how he see it. I would. I don't if think it, it's if, it, if this if this started from when the bubble popped off. LeBron hand that hand down, no no question about it. LeBron hands out, or you can LeBron or Luca, even and Luca not a nominee. Exactly. So it's like if you based off the bubble, them the top two. But if you're not based off the bubble, you got to throw Giannis, LeBron, what Harden, Luca. They got to throw all three or four of them in there. So it's like Giannis not gonna get it. They not gonna give him all that, and he not. Think about it, Big Roy. Think about it. And my list is like, Murph, you might be on to something. Get, put me on game. I'm going to put y'all on game. Why would you hand somebody an award that's not playing? They did before. Who? Harden. Westbrook. They weren't playing? They weren't playing. Bounce. Okay. okay. Well, actually, I'm glad you said that because they started doing the postseason. I mean, they started doing the awards. Like you said, so that's true. At least, but at least they handed it to him doing in the doing in the actual award ceremony. So they knew they was going to have an award ceremony. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, they used to hand it to you while you were playing. That, that, and that's more what I thought we was accustomed to, you know, being in front of your home crowd or something like that. Aha! So you know? that that's what my mentals is at. So thank you for confirming what I was thinking. I right. went kind of fast for those who maybe didn't catch my mental at that point. So that's why I'm getting it. Now it's no postseason award show. Everybody that won their awards, they were what? Playing. Mm-hmm. Montrez, Giannis. If it is Giannis, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I'm just looking at patterns. The top three awards. Defensive player. Six man of the year award. And MVP. I'm going to roll. I'm going to say roll Giannis. You know, I think, you know. I'm going with LeBron. All LeBron's been, what all LeBron's been doing, he deserves. I think it's just. I don't know. I just think Giannis got us some type of way. From what I've been hearing No, no, no I mean, I'm not arguing with you Or trying to debate I'm just From my From looking at patterns Like I said I could be wrong Right, right Mm -hmm. You say Giannis I say LeBron I say Giannis before the bubble But since the bubble Regular Regular season Slash bubble Yeah The MVP criteria In my personal opinion Has changed yeah, and I agree with you on that point. That with the point of emphasis, which you just said, regular season slash bubble, LeBron hands down. I think it's been like that. I think it's been like that the last few years, though. In my opinion, start handing it out before the uh, playoffs start, so it won't so it won't have somebody like me second guess. Is it a true regular season award? Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm just being transparent at this point. I understand things, you know, got a lot of politics, but for those listeners that's really rocking with me, like Murph, that brings up a valid point. Why would you wait toward the end of the postseason to give out a regular season award when you gave out other season, quote unquote, season awards? Mm-hmm. 
I know I'm on my tangent or I'm venting, but I'm just saying it don't add up to me. It got to make sense. I'm not saying agree with me. I'm just giving you my perspective. If I was an organization for regular season, I'm going to give it to you right before the playoffs. So somebody like a D Murph won't be like, man, uh, why are you waiting till the end of the postseason for a regular season award? That happened, yeah, a long time ago. Um, let's talk about the series though, man. Toronto, man, they fought a good. Ooh, they fought hard. Game seven uh, against them Celtics, man. Yeah. Um. I mean, you gotta get tip your hat to Toronto. If even battling that far, you know, after losing Kawhi, coming off the championship run, they were still playing like champs. Right. You could they weren't going away easy. Them, them boys tough. Toronto right. is a tough team. I think I think they need one more piece. They need a need a big dominant piece out there to help them get over that hump because Kawhi left a big hole in that, in that team, you know. But Kyle Lowry, you know, got Van Fleet. I'm a, I'm a love. I'm a big Van Fleet fan now. You know, I like him. You know. uh Siakam, I like those guys. You know, they play hard. You know, Nick Nurse got these guys playing real good, you know, but it's a little too much. And Boston, like I say, Boston's, Boston's rolling. They they, yeah. they, they they got hot the glad two series, you know, they're they rolling. They're playing Tatum, playing on this line. Marcus Smart, you always mention him. You know, he's Man, he's a shooter now. That's the crazy part. I'm like, Marcus Smart shooting now, too? Exactly. But you, you take it back. Remember, Oklahoma State, he was a scoring guard. He was. He, he was. He was more of a scoring guard before a defender. Was, yeah, he was known for since he was lighting the Big Twelve up. And, yeah, he and, was. I, I, know, I know a couple of big college basketball facts, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good was, point. Was, Obviously, yeah, he, he got to the league because of his up. offense. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I'm, I mean, like I said, hats off to Toronto. They'll be back next year. They're not going over. They'll be back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Then the other matchup in the Eastern Conference. Man, the Heat and the Bucks. I wasn't expecting the Bucks to lose, though. I was. Initially, I was not. Now, once I saw the matchups, I'm like, ain't nobody stopping Jimmy and Chris Middleton. <laughs> I've been saying I'm not sold on him. Me too. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, 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 I know. I can like the, the type of player Giannis is. I know when you get in the playoffs. Them defenses zone in on you, and a right. team like like Miami with a great coach and sponsor who got championships and all that stuff, experience, uh, shutting down players like that. You know, it was Giannis like like he ran to a brick wall. Yeah. He couldn't get through it. Usually, all through the year, he been just getting jumping over it, shooting over it, whatever. This time, he couldn't get through it. He couldn't get through it. Chris Middleton. You know, then he got hurt too. Then Chris Middleton. I, I give Chris Middleton his his, his props. When Giannis went down, he did step up. Yeah, he I think stepped game, up. Game five or six when they went to them double overtime. He did step up. But, you know, before that, no show. No show. You know, and I, I never, I didn't, I didn't never, I didn't think Milwaukee was going to get to the NBA. Even the conference finals, I, I think I had Boston overall. Even when Boston was playing bad again, I, was, I had them because I know them guys, you know, some fighters. But, you know, I'm not surprised that Milwaukee's out there. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, and that, I know I'm not going to get no more than 30 seconds. You're the MVP. Quote, unquote, MVP. You, you you don't lose as the number one team to the Heat. Now, the defensive player of the year, 
You should have been guarding uh, Jimmy Butler. I, I have standards. If I am an award winner, if I won an award, people, my expect the expectations for me have went up, right? Correct. You got to deliver. Mm-hmm. And I've been going back and forth, hashtag NBA Twitter. They talking about James Harden. He's the one that's constantly getting passes. No, I say Giannis is the one getting passes. Paul George, far as superstars, getting passes. Or MVP, MVP caliber players like Giannis is getting a pass more than Harden. He Harden, should get the... Harden, I don't see Harden... Honestly, I don't think Harden getting passes no more. You know, because we've we been dogging Harden. We've been knowing what he does in the playoffs. Because now the other guys are coming to like Giannis, PG. You know, it's not right. like they're coming to like. We've been knowing what Harden was doing from back to the San Antonio series. We knew what it was. We was like, okay, something ain't right about this dude. He ain't all the way, you know, got that instinct. Right. We knew that back then. But now it was like the other guys who's coming to, to, the, to the forefront, you know. So, you know, it kind of happened last year. And the same thing with Giannis last year when he ran to, to Kawhi. You know, <laughs> bounced them out. You know, so some, some like Chris Paul said, some guys are built for it, some guys are not. Yeah, it is. You know, it is. And, and moving forward, man, is is championship a bus? Has to be. It has to be. Like hard now, Giannis. Championship a bus. Well, obviously with the Lakers, championship a bus. Like that's huge, man. That's definitely huge. Now the Western Conference. Ho, 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 ho. Jamal Murray. Them Nuggets. Man. <laughs> hey, they beat the Clippers, man. Mm-hmm. They beat the Clippers, Big Roy. Came back with a 3-1, right? 3-1. I've been telling. Actually, Leon said it on the show. Check it out. Leon, number four. The Clippers aren't. They are not. A good team because of the lack of chemistry. A lot of talent. Very little chemistry. And it showed. Leon said it out of his own mouth. Make sure y'all go check out that episode. True. And they got a lot of talkers over there. I'm talking, you know, a lot of people who talk trash. And when they come to backing it up, you know, they don't really back it up like that. You know, and uh, back, you know, shots and, back, shots back giving, it up. Giving others, they don't, they don't back down. They, they, they was down what sixteen, two games in a row. Yes, sir. That, that's that's a will. That's a will to win. You know, that's 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 digging deep. You know, and that's a that's, that's a good fight. That's a good fight. And they don't give up. They play like they they're scrappy. They're hard. They got a killer over there and Jamal Murray, Jokic. You know, you know, looking like Dirk Nowitzki out here. You know. Huh. <laughs> They they got an all around team. You know, shot the Paul Millsap. He brought him back in one game. Also the old reliable, you know. But uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, sometimes you know, I can. I'm not trying to take away anything from Clippers. You got to tip your hat to the Denver Nuggets. Oh you yeah, got to. you got to three one, three one. Come on, man. And these are supposed to be what the the the, 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 the potential champions they were playing, right? They yeah. The Clippers yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to have been an L.A. showdown. The Clippers versus yeah, Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now, that's not yeah. to take away from the Rockets. I mean, if you want to talk about that series, we can. 
Yeah, we can. We can touch on that. Okay, okay. Because the listeners like Murph, you, I hope you don't avoid the, the Rockets. I'm, I'm, I can talk about it. My Spurs ain't playing. Popovich might yeah. be the coach, though. Hey, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I've had people shoot me texts like, Murph, what if Pop became a Rocket? Hey, I'm still going to root for the home team. I'm still a Spurs fan to the core, though. But if he's a Pop, you know, because obviously he's supposed to have been a new uh, – a new. A Brooklyn, for those listeners that caught that, you said I caught myself. A Brooklyn Nets coach, but Steve Nash got it. So Popovich is a free agent, as far as in the head coaching realm for the uh, for the NBA. So. I, would, I wouldn't mind it, but um, as far as the Rockets, man, to make it short and simple. It has to be a culture change. It needs to be a culture change. Um, and, and it kind of, I think it kind of see it happening right now. Dan Tony know that it wasn't, this, this wasn't going to work no more. He, he kind of, I kind of felt like the guy wasn't buying into what he said, was talking about anymore, what he was coaching about. It was kind of like the freelancing. Uh, you can see with Westbrook, almost every other possession. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, um, it's unfortunate, you know. I, I, I honestly, the most after game one, when we beat the Lakers, it was a couple images on the Lakers bench of LeBron sitting on the bench, and he just kept shaking his head. I'm like, okay. And my mom, like, he's getting in that mode. <laughs> he, he, I, my mom, I told my partner Greg, I said, LeBron getting in that mode. Like, you better get out the way. He, he, they had two weeks off, so they weren't expecting to get hit like they got hit with the rock ball threes. So they, they figured it out, watched the tape, came back, smacked us. You know, and LeBron James played unbelievable, dude. Murphy, he is the best player in the world still after playing 17 years. The way he was playing, D. Murphy, on the defensive side of the ball was unmatched. He looked like a Olajuwon out there, D. Murphy, with those block shots. Like he. The effort, the, the chase downs, you know, he 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 pulled out all the stunts, and we had nothing to stop him with. We we had nothing to throw at him. We had nobody to throw at him. We had no kind of defensive adjustment to go towards LeBron. I'm not saying he won that whole seat, but he played unbelievable. He played like the MVP. He did. Yeah. He did, and I got to tap my hat, tip my hat to LeBron, man. You know, Anthony Davis did what he did. You know. Shout out to Rondo. Rondo came in and dropped by 21, like two Man, or three games. The know. X Factor. You know, they had a couple guys showing up for him that, you know, we didn't expect it to show up, you know. And, you know, it, it, like I say, you, uh, it's time for a culture change. Um, my dance horns out the door. Um, but my part, before, for me, as a, a coaching preference, um, I feel like the window is still here right now. So I don't want a coach who's like a first year coach. You know, nothing okay. against nobody like, you know, Sam Cassell and like that. But I feel like we need somebody who's been there, who's done that, who got experience with coaching these superstars like Harden, Westbrook, you know, Gordon, these guys like that. You know, but I feel like it need to be a full culture check. A full, 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 full. It has to be. You know, a guy has to look himself in the mirror. I don't, I don't know what we can do besides the roster. <laughs> I mean, because right. we, built, we built the roster for Dan Tony, you know, so I don't know what we can do about that. You know, that's going to, I mean, the, the GM is still there, Daryl Moore, so maybe he can make yeah. some things flip in the offseason. But 
it had to be a culture change. It has to be. It has to be. I had to look, look at self in the mirror because the window was still. This was our best opportunity, Demar. This was our best opportunity to win a championship. Yeah. Was in this bubble. You know, because we, 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 I've been giving these guys a pass. I know. I don't know if you see. I went off on them on Facebook. Oh, I, 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 ca- I caught that. I saw it. I, I went off. I was tired. I was fed up. I went off on them. You know, because I've been giving these guys a pass the last three, four, three, four years because of Golden State. Which is understandable because you got three Hall of Famers on one team like that. Three Facts. of the best shooters on one team. Right. Bro, you're not going to get do much over there. I've been mean, giving them a pass about that for them. But they wasn't there this year. No, no. Curry wasn't there. Clay wasn't there. KD for sure wasn't there. And this was the best window we had to win the championship with this season. And we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, all I can say is um, LeBron James, uh, LeBron James, LeBron James, championship or bust, man. And to add to it, the most all NBA selections in league history. Yeah, I think he Got passed it. up with Kobe and Kareem and those guys. I think Kobe, Kareem, and number twenty-one for them thing uh, for that squad called Spurs. Timmy, Tim Duncan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. King James. So yes, I call sir. Him King James because he showed it. Man. I know you was talking about the Warriors. And one thing about us that I respect is that we give back to the game by dropping this consistent content. Golden State Warriors are bringing back two of their personnel from their championship squads. To be a part of uh, their front office, Leandro Barbosa. Hmm. He's going to be the player mentor coach for the Golden State Warriors, and then they got Sean Livingston being a part of the front office. That's awesome. That's 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 cool. You know, Sean. You know, I think you were speaking very highly of Sean. I think man, I, man, yeah. Sean Livingston. That injury, seeing him in high school. To what he did throughout his career, Clippers bounced around throughout the league, and being a Golden State Warrior, yeah, he he was a perfect perfect leader on and off the court for them to help them win. So yes, sir. So shout out to Golden State Warriors bringing in two of their championship members to help bring that, like you said, you, you got to bring that experience and, and and that championship energy or vibes. Back to that organization because they are going to need it. Two more things I have regarding championship experience that I believe is don't get enough props. Rondo, Ray John Rondo, remember he played with Anthony Davis as a Pelican, so they got chemistry. He played with KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. So he's used to directing the floor and putting people in their right spot. So when you said people had stepped up, wow, all that was in one breath. People, when you got a point guard like him and a Chris Paul, you should look for the ball. That increased, even when I was playing, I had certain guards that was pass oriented first. I looked to score. I, I, I put myself in a situation to score. And 
like you said, guys was stepping up. Now they knew Rondo was going to give them the ball. And as a professional athlete, if you don't get yourself ready, then, yeah, you should be. You shouldn't be a professional athlete and or you're not going to be playing. So I definitely want to give Rondo props for bringing that championship pedigree, that championship experience, and just demanding uh, just demanding his level of expertise on the floor. Like LeBron, move out the way, I got the ball. So I definitely want to give him a shout-out for that. And then Bradley Bill, I'm giving him a shout-out. Even though he didn't win an award, he still is the first player in NBA history to average at least 30 points and six assists and not make an all-NBA team selection. It's one, two, three teams that are selected. That's 15 players, and he did not get selected, even though he averaged more points than a few of them players and averaged more assists than a few of those players. Yeah, Bradley Bill is one of my favorite players, you know. Yeah. Uh, I spoke highly of him a while ago when we had the conversation about him and John Wall. So, uh, it's just unfortunate. You know, there's a lot of great players, you know, in the league, you know, and to crack that top 10, top 15. Man. Know, it's it's kind of hard, you know. He was, unfortunately, he was the guy left out because I'm yeah. pretty sure if he would have got in, we would been talking about somebody else who got left out, you know. Right. So, it's unfortunate, though. But he's a, he's a, he's a great player. It, he proved, he proved, he's proven what he worked in his league. He's a great player. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As I check some of the highlights, they saying that the Heat giving the Celtics some problems in Game Two. Yeah, it's a lot going on tonight. We got <laughs> NBA playoffs. We got Thursday night football. You know, so we got a lot going on tonight. Yeah, and look how that transition begins. That's all I have for NBA talk. You, sir, can lead us in the NFL talk. Man, thank you, sir. Man, we're going to start off from where we left off last week with the part two edition of We're going to talk. Congratulations, these guys want some big money. Cha-ching. Got handed out over the last 10 to 14 days. We're going to start out there in Buffalo. Tredavious White, man, um, one of the best man-to-man cornerbacks in the NFL, dude, Murray. You know, you probably, people don't probably know much about him because he plays out there in Buffalo. But the people out there... In that division, AFC East, they know who Davis White is. Yeah. Even the AFC, they know who he is because he's a lockdown corner. He agreed to a four-year, $82 million deal with the Buffalo Bills that's going to pay him $55 million in guaranteed money. Wow. The smart thing about the deal is he gets this new deal only being in the league three years, you know? Three years wow. in the league, he already got a contract extension. So, and he's 25 years old right now. So that means he's going to be 27, 28 when he hit the art market again. But by then, the market should be up 30 million by the end for a cornerback. He can better hit the market again and get paid again. So, <laughs> Man. shout out to the Davis right for striking that deal with the Buffalo deal. That's a that's a that's a good deal. That's a good deal. That is a good deal for him. That's good stuff, man. L.A. Chargers. I'm going to say San Diego. L.A. Chargers. Shout out to Keenan Allen. He's on, he's on two of my fancy teams, Act by the way. <laughs> uh, became the second highest paid NFL wide receiver behind Mr. Hopkins. Obviously, well, inking a new deal out there uh, in L.A. I got to make sure I say that right. Four years tension, $80 million on a four-year deal. He becomes the second highest paid Receiver in the NFL. Um, man, I was watching 
top 100 this summer. And, uh, you know, these guys on this list, they they, they, they usually give props to some of the guys, best guys in the league who cracked the top 100. And Keenan Allen came up. I mean, I'm going to say he maybe cracked the top 30, maybe 40, maybe, maybe below that. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, talking too highly about uh, where he's ranked. Him. I, I can't mm-hmm. remember what exact number he was, but everybody who has something to say about him said he had the best routes in the NFL. And when you look at the, some of the highlights Joe was showing, it's like he does a juke move within his first three steps and guys are so cut off guard, he blows up. He don't have the least speed, but his body movement with the juke move throws cornerbacks off and he gets open and catch ridiculous cat catches, you know. But they were just giving him props about he's the best receiver. I mean, excuse me, the best route runner in the league. And if you watch some of his highlights, when he come off that line, he gives him a juke move like Al Iverson. And he just shakes you, you know. And he, and like I said, he deserved every bit of his new deal that he got. Out there in LA. Copy that. Copy that. How you doing your fantasy league week one? I went to. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll continue. Continue then. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I ain't say much about the fantasy league. But uh, we're going to keep it in LA also. Shout out to Cooper Krupp out there in LA. He got a new deal also, a new $48 million deal with the, with the LA Rams. Uh, arguably the number of receiver now since they traded away Brandon Cooks to Houston. Yeah. So, um, uh, what's the quarterback name out there? You talking about LA? The Rams? Yeah, yeah. Uh, golf. Jared Golf. Yeah, thank you, Demar. Yeah, he thank disappointed you, me last year. But continue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jared Golf has his number of receiver locked down for the next three to four years. So, congratulations to Cooper Krupp. Not some running backs. He must running backs got paid. Cha-ching. Out there in Minnesota, man. Um, Dalvin Cook, you know, it was a little speculation that he was getting ready to hold out this year. Remember, we talked about that earlier in the summer. He was yep. ready to hold out because he wasn't like he wasn't getting paid his proper pay. Right. But Minnesota, Minnesota opened the paper for him and gave him his his money that he was due. He is going to get about twelve and a half million per year, which is very very great on the running back market these days. Right. Uh, but he agreed to a new five-year deal extension out there in Minnesota for $62 million. Um, when Dalvin Cook is healthy, D. Scary. Scary. Yeah, man. All around. All around running back. Catching, running, powerful, juke move. When he's healthy, when he's healthy, he's that guy. So he deserves every bit of this contract he's, that he's about to get in, I think, Minnesota. And he pretty much sold it last week when he went off out there in Minnesota. So he, he's worth every penny of this. Uh, oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Alvin Kamara. He almost wasn't the same. Almost, wasn't he? Almost. Almost. That's crazy, huh? How quick he could have got traded to now he got one of the highest paid running backs. Come on. Uh, I, 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 man. Him. McCaffrey and Saquon and Zeke, guys like that, or different breeds of running backs. Oh, no doubt, different breeds. The the, the running threats, the passing threats. You know, these you can line up Kamara, uh, McCaffrey, Saquon. You can line these guys up in a slot. Yep, they're so multi dimensional. You can put them back there on kick return, one two, you know, wrist run away, run away, run away, wrist injury, nothing like that. But right, right. these guys are so multi dimensional on the field. And 
I understand why you got to pay guys like this the money they pay them because they what they, they do so much to organizations. They right. work so much to organization. And a guy like Kamara, um, he he been through a lot. I remember, he was uh, on Alabama squad, got kicked off, went to a JUCO, got kicked off with the Tennessee. I think he got kicked off also. Yeah, uh, something like that happened. And that's some type of variety range like that. You know, he been through a lot. Then he got drafted like maybe fourth or fifth round. Now that turns into what he is now, maybe one of the most electrifying running backs in the NFL. Like, no doubt. He's probably, the, he's probably the most flashy running back. <laughs> I like watching him, for real. You know, you watch some of the shoes he's wearing, the chains he got on, his, his diamond grill. He's so flashy yeah. out there. You know, he stands out, man. But shout out to him, man. Do a $77 million deal out there in uh, New Orleans, five-year contract. Uh, 15 minute, 15 minute up front signing bonus, you know. So, um, shout out to Kamara. It was like a D Mercy, it was a real touchy right there at the beginning. <laughs> we, we thought he was gonna get traded maybe to the Patriots or something like that. They was talking about, you know, Man. so you know, it, it was real. And I think one day he didn't show up or something like that because he's mad also about it and he had to talk to Chalk Payton about it. But uh, they worked things out like grown men do, you know, and got the deal done. And I think he feel like he got what he's due. And uh, he showed it last week, too, because he had a great game last week also. Yeah, he did. Like, Bay. So, shout out to Mr. Alvin Kamara on the new money he got. Whew, that's a lot of money we just talked about, man. Got I got more money. to add before we continue. I think that's it. You got more money to talk about? Yeah, I got more cha-ching. Oh, go ahead. Add on money to talk about. Oh, man. So, this one, and I appreciate that. You know, I got to add I gotta add a little something, you know what I'm saying, to the cha-ching. I almost thought this was a joke, but I know, trust me, I was like, what? Like, y'all doing what? So, Josh McCown, you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, I had I had to do my research because I fully understand what was going on with that situation. They signing him 12 grand to be on the practice squad as a quarterback. Yeah, I thought it's that was interesting. It, but it, it, it's the catch to it, though, Demer. He's getting twelve million, but he's not going to be twelve million. Oh, this could be twelve thousand. I'm about to say. Gonna, I just said, wait he, a minute. <laughs> he's not going to be traveling with the team. He's going to remain in Texas coaching, but when they need him or if he needed emergency type thing, he has to come. That's the catch to it. So he's not going to be everyday traveling, you know. He's still going to be So he at the crib, chilling until they need him. Until they need him. I said, "Wow, life life will be good." Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Wait, let me let me. I know. Wait a minute for my list. Like, wait a minute. I'm gonna repeat that. So, 41 year old Josh McCown. Is on their pack on their practice squad, basically making him the oldest practice squad player in NFL history. Basically. He still gets to live in Texas, our state that we live in, making twelve grand a week. But he got to make sure he's available because he is. He will be serving as the Eagles' quote unquote emergency quarterback. Exactly. Yeah, um, I don't know who his agent is. <laughs> it's demurf at yahoo.com why not sports underscore on instagram it's demurf that, that might be the best agent in the world right there who worked that deal like ooh. 
I get to be the crib and still get paid. Sha Ching. Oh, did that mail come in from the Eagles? All right. Uh, what y'all want? <laughs> huh. I ain't got to go get tackled today. And I still get huh. paid Tuesday. Come on, right, bro. Yeah, Man, that boy winning. Winning. And the listeners like Murph. That's why we love Why Not Sports. A lot of media not going to talk about that. Well, we are. Okay. I got one more Cha Ching. Shout out to Cody. Out there in Colorado, Denver Broncos NFL analyst, their kicker gets a huge four-year extension, averaging $3 million a year. That's big for a kicker. <laughs> for a kicker. Hmm. Yeah. He get his $3 million salary and uh, signed a four-year extension. Wow. Look it up. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. So that's the last two that I have to add to your cha-ching and people got paid. And I, I got one more little point to make. Okay, go ahead. Um, It's kind of like a, I got like a challenge, actually, for the team that's playing right now. Okay. Actually. The Cincinnati Brown. Bengals. And the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. You know, the Cleveland Browns came out last week and got stomped by the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> and um, when you look at it, it really is not funny. Because you look on paper, Demurf, and you look at the Cleveland Browns on paper, you like, man, Odell, Jarvis, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, uh, the tight end, the rookie, the young tight end, Austin Hooper. Flipping over to the defensive side, Miles Garrett, Greedy Williams, uh, another first round uh, corner they have out there. It's like, then you see a performance like they did last week against the Ravens, where Becky comes out and throw a pick on the first drive of a game. <laughs> to, to, to me, he, he's playing pretty good right now, I see, but. If Baker continues to struggle over this next month or two, he can't be out there. In the facts. He can't be out Kaepernick. there. Kaepernick. Oh, my what, God. What, what, what? You know, you screaming again? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what or other organization in the NFL has gave his quarterback more weapons to be successful with than what Baker Mayfield had out there in Cleveland. He got Landry, Odell. Two two elite running backs with Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb. Yeah, two elite I, I, tight ends. They drafted a they drafted a, a offensive tackle in the first round. He got starting up. They, they they got a uh, Jay Cochran from the Tennessee Titans in the offseason starting right tackle. They gave him everything he wanted, and he still plays like that. Like I said, if he continues, he can't be out there. He yeah. can't. He can't if he continues to play like he's playing decent right now. What I see, but if he put that performance up last week, throwing balls behind Odell, and you can see it on Odell by like Odell does not want him players going to come out and call out his, his quarterback. He never, he never done it even with Eli. But you can tell in his body language last week, he was getting frustrated. He was open, and then the ball get thrown behind him and get broke up, and the guy celebrating like he broke a pass up because the ball thrown behind him. But it's like. Come on, Baker. We, 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 we expect better from a guy. What's the number one pick, D. Murray? Wasn't the number one pick? Yeah. I think he was the number one pick. 
expect better, man. Especially if you got a guy like Odell, man. He had three catches for 22 yards last week. That's the lowest ever in his career. ROI, return on investment. <laughs> yeah, and right now, like you said, they've given him more than enough weapons to be successful. And if you're not going to produce, then this is a thing called uh, the bench. <laughs> step up, man. I step up. I mean, so he's playing a good game right now, okay game. And Odell, you know, had to, got a touchdown. But you got a quarterback position. You gotta have consistency. You gotta be consistent. The great ones are just his, the Aaron Rodgers, yes, Drew Brees, uh, uh, Tom Brady, yes, Peyton Manning. These guys are consistent. If you're the number one pick, Pat Mahomes, like guys like that, you gotta be consistent. You gotta be yeah. trustworthy. If, you, if, you, if a quarterback loses the locker room, the locker room is gone. Yeah. And speaking of Tom Brady, the way he played week one, they had means with Jameson saying, see, y'all thought it was all me. <laughs> hey, but it's funny because James is on the sideline because he's he's Drew Brees backup, you know. So, <laughs> and that was a funny because you you'll see you see James sometimes with his looking at, with his eyes down, looking at the clipboard, like looking at the, the, the sideline. But yeah, man, I could I, I could have that was that was, was, was every time I seen James on the sideline, I was like, man, this guy here, man, you know, yeah. I know he's over there cracking jokes. There, oh my man, goodness, man. all day long. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. But that's it, man. That's it on my end, man. And, you know, I had to get that off my chest about the Browns, you know. No, you good, big dog. I appreciate it, man. That's a, hey, I appreciate you. What else you got for NFL, though? That's it, man. That's it on my end. That's it. Okay. Okay. For the listeners, like, man, y'all have gave us some content. But I do got one last question for you. Can you name one MVP for week one? And one person or one team that needs to step up or who disappointed you, then we can go. Yeah, uh, if I had name MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, okay. I think people are um, acting like he's washed up. You don't you don't hear his name mentioned in the elite level. No I more. agree with, with that. You know, it's all about Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Sean Watson. You know, and they're not giving him his, his respect no more. He came out the last week and threw like four touchdowns with ease, with ease against the Vikings. I watched the whole game, you know, and I, I got him on my friends' team. So I had to watch that. <laughs> you know, like, I love it. But Aaron Rodgers, I think, is is is, 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 is an MVP out there. And the most disappointing, I got to say Houston. I got to say Houston. Um, they look lethargic. And they didn't look like they had no energy. They look like I mean, I I, I love the shot Watson, but he sometimes he looks too cool. He looks like he's too cool out there, you know. He like he's just you know too cool at the moment. And to me, if I'm going to get the champs, I, I'm, I'm I should be ready to go. They didn't, they didn't like they was ready to play. I thought they I thought the game would be way more competitive than what it was. Yeah. I thought, me personally, I mean, we, we live in Houston, so we hear all the hype. Oh, they got this going on. I got these guys here. We hear, we hear that every, every day. People are riding around and talking to coworkers and stuff like that. <laughs> and, and I expected more. I expected more out of him. Uh, it was, I mean, passes were being dropped out there. He was throwing, he was throwing passes that was, you know, uncatchable. Now, I, I think that was the biggest disappointment because I, I, I thought the Houston, Texas was going to put a better showing 
Yes, and I actually did not pick the Texans to win last. You picked the Chiefs. I picked the Texans. <laughs> I, 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 pick, I, I picked the Texans because the, the Chiefs gonna have a Super Bowl hangover. They're not gonna be ready to play, and them boys came out ready to play. Ready to play. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> "Who's the number one receiver for the Texans?" Exactly, crickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you was right last week, man. You was right. Man. It's all good. I ain't here to brag. I'm just saying, like, we both play sports. We need yeah. all-star or Pro Bowl caliber people to bounce this workload off of. And I don't think the, the Texans have that firepower right now. They don't. They now, don't. David Johnson looks solid, the running back. He did, but everybody else, no. Nah, I mean, you, I mean, I don't want to mention his name, but like they was like, they like they was since ten went out there hot because wasn't they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do. But well, he ended up getting uh, 140 yards, ten oh, catches man. for a touchdown. He went off for like 15 catches for 140. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, yeah, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. Hmm. Who got the last laugh now? Championship or bust? The Arizona Cardinals not playing. Fitzgerald, like, I'm going to play another year. Don't underestimate them in the NFC. He, he just keeps coming back. One more year, one more year, one more year, one more year. Yep. <laughs> you know, so, you know, they don't look out for those guys. Yes, sir. All right, then, big time. Shout outs. Birthday shout outs, man. Uh, big, 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 big birthday shout out. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, September 18th. To my little sister, it's her birthday, uh, Zalita. Happy birthday. Hope you uh, enjoy it out there in the ATL. I'm pretty sure you're not doing much, but. Uh, <laughs> at least you bet not. No, I'm yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's still at work right now. So happy gotcha. birthday, Zalita. Hope you have a great birthday. I'm going to call you. I'm going to face. I'm going to do everything tomorrow. You're going you gonna to answer my phone call. Oh, you, look, at big, look at Look at, look at Big Brother. <laughs> you know, so, but. Uh, yeah, that's her day, man. Happy birthday! I love myself. I only got one sister, so that's my that's my like that's my like my you know you don't mess with my mom and my sister, so that's yeah. two people you can't mess with the women, you know. So that's one hundred. You know, happy birthday to my little sister Zelita. Happy birthday! Enjoy it. And um, follow me on Twitter at Turned Up Row <clears throat> and at um, Snapchat and IG at Robot underscore two five. As he clear his throat. <clears throat> Turn up, bro. Let me find out you getting bougie over there. Uh, turn up, bro. <clears throat> with the pinky <laughs> up and the and the drink in your hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's dope. Make sure y'all follow Big Roy. Turned up, bro. Turned up. Underscore twenty five. Rollboy underscore twenty five on Snap and Instagram. If y'all didn't catch that, because y'all was laughing at my joke. Make sure y'all follow him. And then for me, personal is Demurf. Twitter and Instagram. Also, make sure you follow the Why Not Sports page on Instagram at Why Not Sports underscore. Definitely, definitely more things to come. Exciting uh, announcements. Amen. And women and people of all kinds. All human beings. We love y'all. We thank y'all. Continue to tell a friend to tell a friend. Is really, really paying dividends. Even though I've been in this game for years. We've been in this game for years. I, it, it still feel like I'm starting fresh. Where people send me a DM or send me an email. Hey, we just checked out the show. Y'all dope. We like y'all. Hey, I got somebody that I think you should you know, have on your show. and It's just a beautiful thing. So y'all, 
championship or bust. If you're going to do something, do it to win it all. Don't just do it just because it look good. And then you come out, man, you're wasting people's time and or money. Okay? So championship or bust. When I signed up to do this, I was in it to, for the championship. Now I got a few awards behind my back. I got a team around me. I got a co-host. I'm sure when Big Roy decided to you know, join, I don't think he thought it was a bust because I don't think he would have took time out of his schedule. It was because it was. it's a championship uh, team. It's a championship environment. It's a championship culture. It's a championship mindset that we have to where through thick or thin, hell or high water, different schedules, personal things going on in our lives, we still find a way to do it. So for that one listen out there, this is for you. It's for you. It's really for you. Stop second guessing yourself and stop questioning things. Well, Merv, how you know you're going to be a championship type of brand? Because I have confidence in myself. And law of attraction is real. And how you treat people is real. So if I'm going to put out positive content, if I'm going to put out positive vibes and positive variations and just continue to stay prayerful, keeping my faith. And keep grinding. And here we are today, four years later, with more huge announcements, more dope things to come. But I'm out, y'all, all in one breath. Y'all like that? But I got to watch some of these uh, some of these games, the highlights between the, the Heat and the Celtics. Obviously, the two Heisman Trophy winners previous, uh, prior, I mean. Um, Good point. Good point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, between uh, Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield, seeing, seeing what they're doing, check my fantasy football stats, then spend time with the family, man, before I call it a night and get ready for another dope weekend. But I'm out. Big Roy out. He still got some things he got to do to get himself 100% settled in. I might say that for the next two or three weeks. But we love y'all. I'm out. And the big homie saluting. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on running.